yeah, little to no prep, uh, just winging it and hoping things work out. It's kind of in our ammo. But, yeah, I think after this much of a break, we should probably uh, do the voice um, lessons again or something. Um, dust off the guitars. Maybe I'll change my strings. I usually do it once a year. I should probably... Uh, I should probably do it before we go back on the road. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. All right, super excited to be joined on the line now with one of my favorites, Mr. Tim Newfell from Tim and the Glory Boys. Tim, thanks for doing this today. Thanks so much for having me, Dave. Man, I am so excited to talk to you. Uh, I, I love the new song. Before we get into that, I just saw the music video for the very first time. Uh, mm. You guys didn't end up in the woods at all. You weren't uh, passed out in a camper. It's it's a step up, you know. <laughs> take us, <laughs> take us. We really pulled ourselves together over the last <laughs> seven months. Yeah, oh, we, we that's... got our our, our 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 banjo player. You're referring to the last video, I, I assume. Yes, where we sort of were tooling around in the woods and uh, made it look like all our guys just sort of tented on the property until there was a gig, and then we picked them up and went. But yes, so we are a real band and. Uh, Man, it was it was the greatest experience. One of the greatest experiences of my career to go back to the Walker Theater where I grew up, which is now called the Burton Cummings Theater, of course, in Winnipeg, and shoot this video there after growing up seeing all these bands that I just wanted to be like and, and uh, got the chance to see back in the day. And now I get to sort of do it my own way and, and uh, have that same theater in the background of the music video. It was amazing. That's so cool, man. Before we get into the fact that you'll be turning around and there'll be fans in seats and, and you know, in front of you again for the first time in a while, uh, yes. how much say do you get on a music video like this? Because I, I went in, like, because I love the song, and then the music video made me sad. Like, I got, I'm genuinely emotional here. Uh, how much say <laughs> do you get in the creation of a music video like this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we get a lot. The we, we signed with Sony Music about a year ago. We've been an independent band for almost a decade. So it was a big transition, and having say has you know never been something that we have to think about until we have these partners that are that are literally paying for this pretty expensive video. But they they were absolutely amazing. They just they give us four or five sort of uh, uh, treatments, which is they just sort of give the song and our general ideas about what we want to different uh, production companies that make music videos regularly. And they all sort of pitched at it. We just thought, man, the simplest uh, story out of this would be one of, of just, you know, true love in, in a time where there is a lot of uh, sadness and grief and, uh, and, and hopefully not being unrealistic with it, which I think um, uh, it ended up being a very believable story. Um, we, we communicated what we wanted to with the song. But, yeah, it is sad, but it's got a happy ending. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, I'm, not, I'm not selling it very well. <laughs> no, you did. But anytime you can get, as an artist, anytime you can make people emotional, whether it's through a video like this or through the song itself, that's got to be a win for you, right? Because this song, it really does hit emotions and it, it makes you stop and think. Was that really the goal when you put it together? Yeah, I mean, that's always our goal is to make people feel things, you know? Like, and and for a long time, it was in gospel music and and we loved we loved being up on stage in churches doing our thing and and uh and helping you know people feel closer to the creator or whatever uh and now we're in this new phase where we're exploring sort of the human experience of love and loss and and i think it's it's sort of a hallmark of of uh, a multi-dimensional artist to be able to delve into different places and 
I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that we are multidimensional yet, but we thought it'd be fun, like coming off, especially the, the really fun, crazy, stupid music video for Without a Prayer, our last single, we just thought, man, let's just try and take the serious approach to this. It was a little bit hard, honestly. We had to like unbutton a couple more buttons at the top of our shirts to feel like we could play the role of, uh, of the, the cool band uh, in the cool theater. But it was, uh, I, we just, we'd love what came out. I'm, we're really, really, really proud of it. And I thank you for the kind words and, and exactly that. The emotion behind it is, is the most important thing. And, um, and if we can kind of take people on it on a three and a half minute journey with a song like that, that makes them feel like, you know, closer to the people that they love. Like maybe they want to pick up the phone and call them or propose to them or whatever it is. Uh, then I think we're doing our jobs. Tim, uh, are you going to be a little emotional when you get back on stage and you look out and you see people, you know, that have, have been waiting for a while to see live music again? Are you going to be a little emotional, uh, you know, looking out and, and getting back to what you love doing? Dude, it's going to be all ugly cry face for the first uh, three weeks of, of this tour, I think. It's going to be a terrible show because we're all just going to be weeping and holding each other. Yes, absolutely. We, it, 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 it's just one of those things. I mean, it's kind of like this video, right? Like something that you absolutely take for granted. Um, and never in a literal hundred years would you ever think could change um, when it gets taken away from you. And then you get the chance to, to get it back. I mean, that's like the greatest, that's just the greatest thing, whether it's a relationship or a, or a career or, um, or a dream. It's, uh, yeah, we are, we are giddy like schoolgirls to, to get back on stage and just do our thing. And, and uh, I, we hope the audiences are too. We're, we're pretty sure they are. Cause I'm also a fan and I would die to be, you know, at the back of an arena uh, for a Nickelback show at this point. Absolutely, and it's it's just going to be so great. And uh, Tim, you've you've done tours before, but like you said, this one's going to be a little bit different. Just preparation wise, mentally, you haven't maybe you know been able to sing as much or as often or as loudly as you, you have when on uh, loading up for past tours. How do you get prepared for heading out on what's going to be you know a pretty good stretch of shows in a short amount of time? Uh, yeah, little to no prep, uh, <laughs> just winging it and hoping things work out. It's kind of in our ammo, but yeah, I think after this much of a break, we should probably uh, do the voice um, lessons again or something. Um, dust off the guitars. Maybe I'll change my strings. I usually do it once a year. I should probably, uh, I should probably do it before we go back on the road. I'm just. I was hoping that the Jets could kind of be on a playoff run as we ramp up into our tour, but probably not going to happen um, yeah, that, that, that was be well. the encouragement we needed yeah <laughs> it uh, was a great humbling though I, if i could just talk about hockey for one second heck yeah man i, I got uh, all day for hockey i was so uh, the jets and the oilers are my teams i grew up in edmonton until i was nine moved to winnipeg at that age a little before eight i guess nine nine ish uh and lived in winnipeg till i moved away went to nashville started this music career so the jets and the oilers are my teams and, and when they were in a playoff series together, it's happened before. It's like trying to choose between my children, so I'm just sort of neutral. Um, I was so excited for the Jets. I got arrogant like everybody else. And then um, that big old piece of French humble pie got served <laughs> to us, and and uh, I'm still reeling. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm a Leafs fan, like a diehard oh. tattoo oh. on my arm Leafs fan. Oh, so. the, the kings of, of the 3-1 deficit. I, I, just, I honestly can't even believe how poetic it is. And everybody's like, classic Leafs. And it's, 
it's actually incredible. I feel like scientifically, if we dug into it, the odds are so small that this could ever happen again, but well, across I, the bear, I guess. It was 99.8% chance they would beat the Bruins in that 3-1 game with, with 10 minutes left. <laughs> yes. And I'm pretty yes. sure if you ask anybody, there's probably like a 95% chance they, they beat Montreal up 3-1. And yes. it's like watching a Shakespearean play, and I'm, now I'm having yes. nightmares. I'm emotional for a whole nother level, yes. Tim. Thanks for this. It's, you're welcome. <laughs> it's like we are in a, in a simula- simulation, it's, and it's all about this this hockey series. It's like everything in life is just a cruel joke by some nerds in another dimension. Well, you know, like just keeping it with the hockey theme, man, like people needed something to keep banded together during this. And it, it may seem silly to, to people who maybe don't like sports, but, you know, having the Jets or, you know, having a CFL team, hopefully that's coming back. Uh, even the Blue Jays or, or you know, something to just kind of get up for. Mm-hmm. Mentally, that does a lot for people. And you, you maybe can speak on that, just having something outside of all the negativity to just cheer and root for. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and not even cheer and root for it together, but hate together. As long as we're doing it together, I think we're making progress, right? Like, it, it, is, it is one of those things that kind of supersedes politics and, and, and all of the things that we, uh, that we are fighting about right now. Um, and even losses can be good things if we can be there for each other in that moment. And, yes, that's, that's the secret to life right now. Number one, take nothing personally. I mean, nothing ever. As, as much as you can, just just don't be offended by people. Work towards that. And number two, find things in common and and you know, do those things. Think about those things. Um, and and speak life whenever you feel like you, you know you're having one of those days. Speak through those days, those hard times, those bad times, and and be positive. That's that's the only thing that's gotten me through. You are the Bob Ross of words right now, man. Like you are just painting a positive picture, and I am I'm all for it. <laughs> it's all about happy little mistakes and <laughs> and, uh, and happy uh, little interactions with our fellow people. <laughs> I think honestly, though, Manitobans are hardy, They're, and and you guys have had a bit of a rough go with this pandemic in that you've sort of always lagged behind. And so it was easy to sort of like be like, we got this and then get humbled. And now it's taking a little longer to get out. But, but the optimism as things sort of start ramping up and the, it's all behind us. We've got to focus on this light at the end of the tunnel is super encouraging. I have so many friends that I've talked to in Manitoba. I talk to regularly and, and, uh, it's, it's almost over. You guys, <laughs> you're doing great holding <laughs> in there, but, but it's almost over and you're the last ones. And maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's coming along slowly, but we're getting there. And, you know, we, we need things to look forward to. And I, there's three Manitoba dates on your tour. Uh, why do three Manitoba dates, uh, you know, so close together, Brandon, Winkler, and Winnipeg? Why three stops? Uh, yeah, I mean, good question. I, I think because traditionally we've filled uh, buildings in each one of those uh, places. And we're from Manitoba. I mean, and I mean all of us. Like, every single person right down to the, the sound and, and lighting engineer are all kind of born and raised in uh, Manitoba. I'm Winnipeg. There's a couple of Selkirk boys. Colin grew up in Beausager. Uh And then our two crew guys, uh, Dustin and uh, Jesse. Jesse Miller, Dustin Thiessen, live in Winkler area. Jesse lives in uh, South Blumenort. You've heard of Blumenort. There's a South Blumenort <laughs> that you didn't know about. And he lives there. It's right on his yard is literally on the border. 
And so uh, anytime we need to sneak something across, we just sort of get it heli dropped right there. And <laughs> Nicely done. Just no, it's, so we are we are born and bred, literally. Uh, and uh, and so Manitoba is just always going to have a special place in our hearts, and we're probably going to play more there than anywhere else because we love it and we love the people. And they've been supportive since the very beginning of my music career, and um, and they continue to be. And we just uh, we're just so grateful. So we go where the people want us and where we feel at home and comfortable. And and those are three places that we certainly do. So that's why. Absolutely love it. Uh, we're a little pressed for time, but I do have a couple more for you. Uh, you mentioned sure. how you signed about a year ago. What's the biggest yeah. difference going from like an independent band to being a signed band? Is it you know the time requirements? Is it you know just some of the other things you have to do behind the scenes? What's the biggest difference that maybe fans uh, don't know and maybe need to know? Yeah, I mean the fans. Uh, honestly, the exposure, the eyeballs, the ear holes, the the millions of people that hear us on the radio across the country now. Uh, that's uh, nobody knew who we were. We just we we other than those that showed up to our shows, and we we toured a bunch, 150 dates, um, kind of a cycle in Canada alone. So, I mean, most people can name maybe 50 places in Canada. We've played consistently 150 across the country. So, that's that's been all we've done is is live music. So now our recorded music is at a level through Sony that it's never been, and it's on the radio and it's getting streamed and we're making these, these music videos with uh, bigger budgets than just, you know, our mom holding our cell phones while we dance around like idiots on our front lawns. And, uh, yeah, and it's, it's, it's been amazing. It's, it seems like a bit of a dream as we're in COVID. And so we haven't been able to play in front of big crowds at all, but apparently a lot of people have heard our music. So it's all the more reason that we're so excited to get back on the road and, and just sort of like feed off that energy of people actually knowing, you know, who we are for, for once in 10 years. It's going to be really fun. Uh, Tim, last time we chatted, uh, you were kind of busy doing, uh, just doing some projects around the house to keep yourself busy during the pandemic. Yes. How did the renovations turn out? And uh, is there potential for a, a Tim uh, workout, or uh, I should say a, a Tim building show down the road? <laughs> a home rental project. Yeah, uh, we did take a lot of footage. We should probably put something together. It is finished. I'm in the studio in the basement of the house that we renovated over the last year. Colin's actually here with me. Say hey, Colin. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and uh, he's diligently uh, working on tour dates in the corner. But uh, yeah, we're here, and and it's uh, and it's the last renovation I ever want to do. I do not want to have a show at all, and I highly recommend hiring professionals to do the work and not thinking that you're. Uh, some sort of a renovation Superman if you're not, because it's, it'll take, it'll take you down a few notches, take some years off your life. Uh, it's so fun to have renovated, not so fun to renovate. But you got to do it with your family, and I'm sure that's some memories that you'll never forget. Absolutely, absolutely, and, and it killed some important time to kill in the <laughs> middle of a worldwide pandemic, so I'm grateful either way, man. It's been awesome. Uh, Tim, thank you so much, man. We could chat for hours, but uh, hopefully down the road we can catch up again. Thank you so much for joining us today, and keep up the great yeah. work. And, and uh, yeah, just thanks for the time. Dave, thank you so much. Thanks for believing in us. Thanks for playing the music and for the support. It means the world, man. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Weekday mornings only on Country 107.